0: Uh, Before we start this session of questions and answers, uh, I'd just like to thank all the devotees for very kindly bringing me honey every year. And I'd just like to inform you that I have limited capacity for ingesting honey. I actually don't take very much of these things. So you might bear that in mind next year, especially considering the logistical difficulties of transporting it all to India. Om <laughs> Vasudevaya Halabate vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate vasudevaya Om Namo Chakshun nilitam yena tasmai Shri guru vena maa naam ashreshtham maravapi shakti putramatras tasya radha kundam delivaramaho radhika madhavasam Pratta, Yasya, Pratita, Kripaya, Shri Guru, and Shri Guru, Shri Gamalam, Shri Guru, and Vaishnavamsa, Shri Rupam, Savrajatam, Sahagana, Sadvaitam, Savadhutam, Parijapasai. Sri Radha Krishna Pada Savananda Sri Sakha Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare Hare
1: Should not mark uh, with Gopichand uh, Shrikha or place uh, um, around
0: Shrikha where one puts some on uh, Tilak. Tilak is to be marked in uh, 12 places and uh, any left on the hand may be placed on the top of the hand.
1: I hear that for each and every arati there is a
0: particular standard melody for chanting Hare Krishna. Is it so? Uh, there, are, there are different melodies for different times of the day and uh, as the arati's occur at different times of the day, then they will be in different melodies. That's uh, uh, an area which is yet to be uh, introduced. You know, that's a practice which is yet to be introduced in our movement would be Step forward to do so in my humble So far, so far, we only have the morning melody for the morning arati and the evening melody for the evening arati. Uh, I heard several times from several devotees uh, that Srila Prabhupada, if he heard melodies other than the morning melody being sung in morning arati, he would stop the kirtan and have the lead singer sing the correct melody. I discovered that in 1966 or 1977, I can't remember. Uh, when I was standing at the front, leading Mongolati Kirtan in Iskong's erstwhile temple at Sevenbury Place, London. You discovered yourself. Hmm? You discovered it yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the town president, who was offering the RT turned around and chastised me for singing the wrong tune. In Vedic society, there are many children
1: in the families. Sri Prabhupada recommended uh, the devotees not to have many, the children, as far as I remember, one. Uh, does it mean that uh, not all the principles of traditional varnashma are applicable towards the society of devotees?
0: Not only in Vedic society, in pretty much every society all over the world, people have many children. Uh, artificial contraceptives made a big uh, difference in that practice. Uh, My mother was one of 13 children, which was normal in Irish Catholic families at that time. Uh, Srila Prabhupada had some, yeah, yeah, uh, some radical proposal in this regard, you could say. He said that the... uh, Man and the wife can have one, this is in one letter, he said the man and the wife can have one child. When child is little old, then can be sent to the Gurukul. Then the man and wife live, renounced and just engage in preaching. Um, he was really pushing the preaching very strongly. Um, in one of his purports in Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. He mentions how it is the ambition of every girl to have many children. They, they want that. Mm-hmm. Srila so Prabhupada uh, was uh, pushing his disciples to act on the Paramahamsa platform. <coughs> have one child and then be renounced. You may not officially take sannyas, but never renounce life. In the last three years of his manifest presence, he emphasized more and more Varnashram principle practically seeing that his uh, many of his disciples were not, uh, not acting on the Paramahamsa platform, they were acting on the monkey platform. This is the term that Srila Prabhupada used in one of his parpots in the fifth kind of the Bhagavatam. He talks of disciples, who, so-called disciples who engage in sex just like monkeys. Srila Prabhupada was not at all uh, pleased that His disciples, even after taking initiation, marry, divorce, remarry, and go on with the serial monogamy, which is the uh, common practice of marriage in modern Western society. While directing his disciples to the platform of Krishna Prema Siddha Prabhupada was also very practical. And uh, he wanted to introduce Varnashram to bring the whole of human society, including his disciples, to the hum- to the civilized human platform. Nowadays in our movement, uh, serial monogamy is just as accepted as in uh, the kami society. Do you all know what that means, serial monogamy? No. It means you only have one wife, no. one at a time, one after another. It's a, it's a common term in, uh, in English. So, uh, yeah, although Srila Prabhupada wanted his disciples to act on the Paramahamsa platform, uh, then, uh, brightingly he directed them, at least you come to the human platform. And uh, although devotees may be sincerely practicing Krishna conscious, they may also have very strong uh, material desires, sexual desires. Uh, so Srila Prophet said that, that that's understandable, that's, uh, so, but you live like a gentleman. If you have, uh, such desires, then have children. But as Srila Prophet pointed out, uh, using artificial contraception and abortion are very simple. <coughs> Maybe many devotees these days don't even know that. it seems that many devotees don't reach the proper folks in which these things are stated. And it's uh, often not made very clear to them what all the four principles mean. Uh, It may be told that, well, no illicit sex means you can have sex within marriage. It's not just sex within marriage, but it should be specifically for the purpose of procreation. So maybe many devotees nowadays don't know this.
1: Uh, you said that uh, a female devotee can have a non-devotee husband in India and she can uh, engage in the spiritual practice uh, but what about the fourth principle in this case in, the, in this case
0: uh, that's not exactly what I said I said that I know of several cases in India of uh Devotee women who have non-devotee husband. I don't like to talk about these things too much. Although I have done so in one lecture, I don't know if it's translated in Russian. She may have to serve the husband meat. As Srila Prabhupada's sister did with her husband. She may have to indulge his desires, as presumably his sister did also. In the tenth
1: canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, Srila Purupada says that the center of our movement is distribution of books. You have big experience of Sankirtana. Please, how to properly organize uh, our movement to put preaching on the, in the first place? Uh, how is it important that Society of Devotees regularly participate in preaching programs and prasadam distribution?
0: Uh, as far as organizing book distribution is concerned, there's a, an excellent book which was published earlier this year. It's called Our Family Business and the author is Vaisheshika Das and uh, I hope that will be translated and published soon in Russian. It gives uh, many practical directions on how to inspire devotees and organize devotees to maximize the distribution of Śrīla Prabhupāda's This, uh, really the, the lead has to come from the leaders. So you can ask, you can push your leaders to lead you to distribute Śrīla Prabhupāda's books. Śrīla Prabhupāda also said that 50% of his mission was yet to be done in the establishment of Varnashram Dharma. So preaching and book distribution was for rapid spreading of Krishna consciousness and that should continue. But to uh, maintain those devotees who come to Krishna consciousness through preaching and book distribution, Varnashram Dharma is uh, very helpful because not everyone can live as a revolutionary preacher all their life uh, devotees need a situation in which they can live peacefully and, proper, and uh, practice Krishna consciousness mm-hmm. what musical instruments can
1: be used uh, during sitting Harinam and uh, which musical instruments should not be used
0: uh, in one letter Suda Prabhupada said in the, in the temple only Vodanga and Kartal should be used and Śrīla Prabhupāda often used himself used the gong while chanting Jaira and really? so I guess that could be added to that and outside the temple I guess there's uh, no restriction <laughs> although again in one letter Śrīla Prabhupāda yeah okay the, although in one letter Śrīla Prabhupāda uh, wrote to some devotees who had made a, a musical road show they called it Srila Prabhupada wrote that there is no need of all these innovations we are simple Hari Kirtan men we just follow as do Kirtan as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu according to various circumstances we may employ different instruments but uh, Srila Prabhupada and Srila Bhaktisthan Saraswati they they very much stress on the, the primacy of the holy name not of the music they wanted to keep the, the, the musical side of the kirtan very simple.
1: Is there any difference between uh, Vaishnava brahmana and Vaishnava shudra? Or are they different only in their role in, in Varnashram society?
0: Yeah, uh, Vaishnava is automatically above the, uh, any material position. But as long as we are in this world, we have to act according to the conventions of this world. So according to convention, one may be a, a Brahmana or a Shudra or whatever. But to rate a Vaishnava according to his, uh, Mahayashtra position is offensive. For instance, uh, Shudharagamath Das Goswami, was superficially from a Shudra background, but he, practically more than anyone, revealed the highest truths of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teachings. Haridash Thakur was from Muslim background, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who came to teach the holy names, made him the Nama Acharya, the, the guru of the, the holy name, teaching the holy names. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Nicha jati nahi Krishna bhajane ajogya. Shatkul vipra nahe bhajane jogya. Jibhajesh jibharo abhakta hinacha. Krishna bhajane nahi jatkul adhidacha. He said that being born in a low caste uh, is not a disqualification for worshipping Krishna. And simply to be born in a, as a high-class Brahmana does not qualify one to worship Krishna. Whoever actually worships Krishna, according to the level that they worship him, they are great. And whoever doesn't worship Krishna, and whatever their so-called caste position, is simply uh, rejected, rejectable. In consideration of the worship of Krishna, there is no consideration of one's caste or family, caste, family, etc. So, superficially, or, or, sorry, that's not the right word, conventionally, we may say Russian Vaishnava, or American Vaishnava, or Brahmana Vaishnava. We don't usually use the term Shudra Vaishnava, because a Vaishnava is a Brahmana in as much as uh, Brahma Janatiti Brahmana. A Brahmana is one who knows the Brahma, the Absolute Reality. But Shudra means Shochatiti Shudra. One who laments is a Shudra. So this term Vaishnava Shudra, we don't usually use that. It's it's oxymoronic. Uh, How should we associate with our relatives and friends
1: who are not devotees? It's
0: already discussed yesterday and before. Mm-hmm. 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 He wants to oxy an oxymoronic name. Contradictory. It's like saying uh, uh, a kind mass murderer. Well, maybe that's, maybe that's not such a thought, because he might be kind when he's not murdering others. Sometimes you get such people of bipolar personalities. It means a, lingu- a linguistic contradiction, something like saying a square circle. So similarly to say Vaishnava Shudra,
1: it's, it's oxymoron. Who knows how distribute on the streets the songs of Vaishnava uh, saying, uh, and uh, say that in, in his introduction Srila Prabhupada says that he would like his songs to be sung by the inhabitants of the western countries. Is it correct? Correct means to, to distribute the mm-hmm.
0: Well, even the most uh, basic of the Vaishnava songs are pretty esoteric. <laughs> in fact, all of Prabhupada's books uh, for the common man it's a difficult subject to answer. and it's certainly no harm if, if a non-devotee gets a book The Songs of the Vaishnava Acharya. but uh, it's the first time I heard of it being regularly distributed to the masses uh, Sh- 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 I should generally recommended that we, we distribute his books uh, other books also are, are very Some other books are very helpful for introducing people to basic tenets of Krishna Consciousness. That book, Coming Back, it uh, systematically addresses the uh, very important, uh, essential principle of reincarnation. Not specifically written by Śrīla Prabhupāda, but it contains many quotes from him. Who's the author? Uh, well, it was put together by uh, Mukunda Goswami, Juta Karmakudu, and maybe someone else. And I think, or maybe it to...
1: was... I know, it's not in, in Russian.
0: It's never
1: been translated in Russian. No. I don't know. Really? Oh, Alex, it's such an important book.
0: For
1: the first time, can you make in Russian? no, I don't know. Oh, it's a
0: very good excellent Very good introduction to the public on the subject of reincarnation who systematically addresses in truth. And we find many people are interested to know about this. In India nowadays, many young people they, they, they ask, do you, have, do you have anything that explains reincarnation? Many years ago, uh, Bhakti Charus told me um, I don't think you know him, he doesn't come to Russia mm-hmm. He was
1: once in Divemost.
0: Oh, he was when he came for film. Anyway, many years ago, he told me that he was invited as a representative of Iskon to a conference in Switzerland about reincarnation.
1: As invited as a representative of
0: Of Iskon. Yeah, and they had. People from various groups there. There were some Mayavadis, Buddhists and uh, Western spiritualists, if you want to call them that. And some neuropsychologists who were interested in this subject, and they all more or less accepted the principle that reincarnation is a fact, but none of them had a clue as to how it happens, is it only, he said, only the, the knowledge that Prabhupada gave us is so clear, and it was obvious to everyone that what he said was the actual fact, and the rest of them didn't have a clue. So no harm if the Vaishnava psalm book is distributed, some uh, rare soul may be attracted by the devotional sentiments there but I you ask me I would recommend the science of self-organization books like this perfect questions perfect answers among small books this is a very uh, very accessible book for non-devotees. The means they can they can read it and understand it uh, so sure relatively easily some of the small books are actually quite difficult for the common men the Rajavidya, The King of Knowledge, uh, that book, it discusses you know, a quite uh, complex philosophy of Bhagavad Gita. Beyond Birth and Death starts off with a, a complex, this, right in the very beginning, discussion, complex discussion of Buddhist philosophy. This uh, Transcendental Teachings of Prada Maharaj, is a pamphlet, it's devastatingly, heavy against uh, materialistic life. So there's so many uh, books we can distribute. They're having their effect. How many of you first got uh, inspiration to take up Krishna conscious to reading one of Prabhupada's books? Please raise your hand. Yeah. So they're having their effect. Srila Prabhupada said these books will appeal to uh, sincere people. In his purpose, to find what Gita, fourth canto, text 34, Prabhupada writes, everyone should pass a test uh, given by uh, his spiritual master. Please explain this point. Uh, yeah, here, test doesn't refer to some like, like an academic examination in the school. Not like that. But the spiritual master should push the disciple to see if they're serious and sincere and ready to actually surrender to Krishna. As Śrīla Prabhupāda did with his disciples. We hear a lot these days about be relaxed, don't push too much. But Śrīla Prabhupāda said, this is a pushing movement. He said, just as my, my spiritual master pushed me, I am pushing you, and you should push others. And that's one reason why the movement was very blissful when Śrīla Prabhupāda was personally present, because Śrīla Prabhupāda was pushing his disciples hard to preach Krishna consciousness. And by that surrender, they got the blessings of Krishna. and they became blissful. To go out on the street, hours and hours every day, chanting, distributing books, in all kinds of weather, Often being disturbed by demons, uh, these are these tests. Hmm? The bodies became blissful by facing them. If you can t- take those tests, then you can become strong. Just like, uh, yeah, yeah, just like a seal becomes strong by beating it. Mm. I have an Thank announcement. You. Thank you.
1: I'll make an announcement. Someone lost a key from his car. Yes, I can. You have a key? Mm. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I'm just to understand the, the handwriting. It's a bit what should be behavior of Vaishnava in case of? Uh, uh, External military aggression to his so-called homeland means uh, to the country to the country where he is by another uh, country
0: um, aggressive. Yeah, good question. Um, well, nowadays, if, if, if for instance uh, Russia gets attacked by uh, the, the NATO, then there may not be much you can do except Shanghai Krishna and get annihilated. Your uh, your what's it called? Kalashnikov's not going to do much to, against the uh, nuclear missile. Uh, <clears throat> in 1971 there was a war between Pakistan and India. Srila Prabhupada was in Delhi at the time. Uh, Delhi, the capital of India, is fairly close to the Pakistan border, which seems to me to be a massive uh, political mistake to have the uh, capital close to your sworn enemy. But anyway, that's something else. They just kept the same capital that the British made, but it's close to the Pakistan border. During that war, which didn't last very long, because the Indian army very quickly smashed the Pakistani army. But in the initial stages, the uh, Pakistanis they were uh, they made some inroads. They, they started they came inside India. So some uh, journalists asked Srila Prabhupada what should be the attitude? Should the Indian army fight or? Um, what do you think? Uh, probably in remembrance of Gandhi's uh, propagation of Ahimsa, non-violence, and the idea that the sadhu should be just, you know, just tolerate and don't fight. Uh, this this uh, stereotyped idea of what a sadhu should, should be. The Prabhupada clearly said, no, they should fight, they should defeat the Pakistani army. Uh Now, of course, the position of India is unique in the world uh, because uh, India is the homeland of Vedic culture and we uh, we would prefer the present system of governance in India rather than sharia law. For the sake of practicing Krishna consciousness, we would prefer that India be... Uh, Governed by the present system of governments governance there, rather than by Sharia.
1: No, I understand, I understood that, but sh- Sharia, I mean, it's Muslim law.
0: Yeah. In the case of a, uh, we'll say, Russia being attacked by Estonia, <laughs> what, uh, what should you do? <laughs> <laughs> well talking politically it seems that uh, America they just they want to have a, they want to have a war with Russia at the present time they, they, they want to they're making preparations for that mm. although that might change soon because if uh, Donald Trump the Republican candidate Wins the presidential election in America in November. He's openly saying, we shouldn't fight with Russia, we should make friends with Russia. And, uh, one leading, uh, American general in Europe, stationed with the NATO troops, also said that we should stop this. Well, we shouldn't, why are we, why are we, getting into a scrap with Russia. This is, we shouldn't do this. It's a very bad policy, openly said. Anyway, it would be an extremely dangerous situation if uh, these crazy, war-hungry people in America decided that, uh, okay, let's go ahead and attack Russia. They may do because they're impelled by their own uh, sinful minds. by by the laws of nature from time to time the demons have some big wars what should you do in such a circumstance it would be very difficult not to get caught up in the whole uh, war mood before that happens if it happens better go to the land far away from any city grow your own food and chant Hare Krishna <laughs> the war might begin and end without you even knowing that it happens if you're if you're called up for military service, you might not be able to avoid that. These big cities, like Moscow and to a less, lesser extent, Nizhny Novgorod, they're just like New York and Chicago and Los Angeles. They're uh, they're they're going to get they're going to be prime targets if there's nuclear war. Plus, in the case of a war, if the uh, the food supply, the food supply to the cities may just be uh, the food supply, the electricity supply, the fuel supply, they can all be broken very quickly and then the the cities will be disaster, it'd be disastrous to be in the city. Every day, every day huge amounts of food are brought into Moscow. If for some reason that uh, stops, then within a few days, Uh, people will be starving. They could be stopped by, for instance, uh, bombing of bridges, by um, uh, uh, contamination of food supplies by enemy forces, by disruption in the uh, oil supply. Uh, So even if Moscow isn't immediately subject to nuclear attack, uh, still, the, the life in the cities will be very, very hard compared to, uh, in the village, in the event of a war. But the war won't make much difference to the people living in the country who are growing their own food. Uh, if things start to get very tense, then you might, uh, the farm communities, they may want to get a gun, or more than one. But Srila Prabhupada said, after the new Vrindavan community was attacked, by, by hoodlums who almost killed some of the devotees. Uh, Srila Prabhupada said they should have kshatriyas at the community with guns. The hoodlums live um, the gangsters? Gangsters, yeah. yes. It's not exactly the same as gangsters, but yeah, good close enough for this context. Oh, yeah, gangsters would be good. Yeah. So chant Hare Krishna and be happy and keep a gun also. <laughs> this is practical. When Srila Prabhupada was, uh, he would tour America in the mid-1970s and although the, the devotees didn't tell Srila Prabhupada, but they, they had devotees armed with guns as bodyguards with it regularly. There was, there, was, uh, there was a lot of vehement opposition to the Krishna conscious movement brewing up more and more. And devotees were afraid that some crazy person might uh, physically attack you with wrong Is it legal in this country for private citizens to own guns? No, No. No. No, No. some kind
1: of guns like hunters' gun, Yeah, yeah. There's a difference.
0: Yeah, hunters' guns can also um, Hmm. be a good deterrent for humans also. Yeah. not not military not this type of guns is it common that people in the country keep guns yes no no hunters
1: Mm. not regularly kept not like traumatic uh, guns nowadays in cities traumatic means they use uh, rubber bullets bullets, that's a lot yeah that's a lot you have to get some certificate that you are not in it's a, it's a and you can buy it mm-hmm. for $200. Another mm-hmm. question? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes,
1: yeah, similar question. In Vedic times, uh, uh, Chaturia kings often performed warfare or were engaged in the warfare to conquer uh, other territories. Isn't it proper to protect one's own territory if uh, it is uh, attacked? Of course it is Kali Yuga and uh, our leaders are not true Kshatriyas, but uh, from the point of uh, duty, isn't it proper to defend uh, one's uh, motherland, the country where you live in? Uh, I mean uh, the attack of Germany to the USSR. Uh, um, uh, It is not that uh, we we feel some pain in the heart when we speak about this war. But we just want to, I just want to, to make it clear. Uh, dharma, isn't uh, dharma a part of Varnashama?
0: No, varnashrama and dharma are intimately and intricately linked. Uh, so much so that they're, pra- they're, they're practically synonymous. And you can't, uh, in the Vedic context, you can't practice dharma outside of Ghanashram. The the, the modern warfare in which uh, citizens are slaughtered, uh, that's not dharmic warfare. In dharmic warfare, only the military uh, forces engage with each other. According to Shatya Dharma, a king may attack a neighboring territory and conquer it. If the king in that territory is uh, unqualified, or not performing, or not properly protecting the citizens. Indeed, it is the duty of a Kshatriya king, if in, if in a neighboring territory the administration is not going on properly, to uh, take over that administration and give a proper administration for the sake of dharma. And, uh, uh, modern wars uh, uh, fought, uh, at least uh, the the modern wars are fought on the uh, pretext of something resembling karma. For instance, uh, forces led by the United States invaded Iraq on the on the pretext of replacing Saddam Hussein who was, because he was mistreating his own citizens. And it just happened that Iraq happens to be one of the uh, richest Sources of oil in the world that, that didn't have anything to do with it. It was only to help the people of Iraq. So uh, it's been a great benefit for the people of Iraq, and especially the over one million who have died since uh, died unnaturally uh, since the invasion. There, of course, I'm speaking sarcastically. Uh, but there's this idea that we we're going in to fight to help the people because their, their government is not. Treating them properly. But practically speaking, this, uh, it's modern warfare. It's all demoniac. The question was asked, for well, should not you not protect your, was it fatherland or motherland? Yeah, that's the country where you live. The country in which you live. But this idea of nationalism is a, is a modern idea. The, uh, it's, in India it wasn't there in, until, uh, the British king. All these countries, Iraq, Saudi Arabia, they, there were no such countries. The, the British practically invented them. They drew some lines on a map and said, okay, now this is a country. The idea of, uh, of a nation, uh, largely arose in Europe when the, uh, when the monarchy was abolished. Previously people felt, uh, Allegiance to the monarch who is considered a representative of God when in the with the absence or, or with the uh, ending of the concept of uh, monarchy then apart from this constitutional monarchy or the so-called kings like they have in uh, England Thailand Denmark and places like that so uh, uh, the, the, the idea of a nation we should be we should be faithful to the nation. You gave an extra example. The concept of the nation was largely invented as a political tool to uh, or should say, to psychologically, uh, what's the word, galvanize the citizens and control them. Manipulate. Manipulate, yeah. Dominate is a good word. It means bring them together in one consciousness. Anyway, borders are always changing. What does Russia mean, actually? Now it includes Siberia, which previously was not considered part of Russia. And uh, Or you might say, well, it means a certain kind of people. But uh, with people moving around, then the, the kind of people changes also. What does it mean to be a Russian? It's a, a mixture of some different races. What does it mean to be English? A mixture of uh, Angles, Saxons, Normans, Celts. and So uh, in Russia today, the, the, the government is trying to promote the Orthodox Church to get a sense of, of uh, Russian unity. Oh. To, make, to define the Russian national character. It's all nebulous. Nebulous is un- unclear, unreal, uh, vague. Vague. All very vague. It's, it's not that the government wants to promote that people become religious is- or start believing in God, but uh, to, to make something to make them feel Russian. But it's artificial because most people are not very religious. <clears throat> And that's uh, probably, uh, that's also a reason they want to stop the preaching of evangelical Christianity in Russia because they want to keep the Russian identity as being orthodox Christian. Then so many Russian citizens are Muslims also. So this idea of my homeland, our country, it's all, uh, it's just a mental construct. Plus, we've been born in we're born in one place, and then we're born in another country and another life, and another country in the next life. If the place that we're living is under attack, then we may cooperate with others to protect it. That makes sense. But don't get in this whole illusion of my country. Okay, that's a time for evening party. Hare Krishna.